Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. It's going to be about 12 minutes exactly will be the two, so I, disclaimer, let me you guys know what's happening. You guys know I'm microdose, so today's microdosing day. I got the good ones, the good ones. If you want to know the good ones, send me an email or a DM or whatever, and I'll tell you because I don't, um, I don't want to say the product or the, the name brand online, but it's all good. So, and again, I'm not, uh, I have disclaimers. I'm not promoting the use of um, plants or medicines or anything that is not something that is aligned for you that you are not uh, capable of handling at this time in the moment or not advised against. Um, or that it's advised against by a doctor or a mental health professional. So this is just me, myself, and I, as always, sharing my experiences. So before I share what came through today, which I just recorded around like 2 p.m., um, and it has a little like remnants of something that Jim Carrey once said, which I thought was very cool that came through for me to explain to you guys and share some sort of spiritual truths with you and that's going to be part of a video that I hopefully it sounds okay so if it sounds a little bit different it's because I recorded as a video so one thing I want to share with you is that Chad and I just came back from a much needed getaway of like off the grid no phone well we had phones but I didn't use mine he did um it was like no running water we had to boil our kettle and our tea water and coffee water on the stove i love the smell of wood stoves i love being there every second of it and i highly recommend you like normally when, you, when people book airbnbs we go straight for the cottage or we go straight for a hotel or we go straight for like a bed and breakfast but i highly recommend you try going off the grid to some one of those domes so it was a, like a 300 square foot dome I had a loft we saw pictures you can see pictures of it on my instagram elevate daughter so if you want to see the pictures of it and um, just really really recharging and you don't realize how like amped up you are until you you choose to decompress which is what i did so got off all social media just meditated got quiet the whole time just really felt more like myself and then you notice the difference when you're like totally calm and like in your body again and you're you're rested and you're taking time to read books and you're doing all the things that we used to do before phones came into our life and the Wi-Fi came into our life, a little whiffy there. You don't realize until you, you have that calmness and then, then when you go back into your life, you're like, whoa, whoa, it's like system overload. So for me personally, it's like being a psychic, receiving downloads constantly 24-7, and then one night there, we were there for two nights, and one night I heard, we're giving you the night off. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but I did microdose the first day, and I'm telling you, this has nothing to do with it. This is not connected at all. So any kind of plant medicine that you ingest or whatever, again, doctor supervision, okay, um, has to be something that you feel called to do that is safe for you to do so. And microdosing psilocybin, again, I'm just saying, is not really a... Um, psychedelic in the sense where you think that if you did a full-blown ayahuasca ceremony or you did full-blown mushroom ceremony this is like an iota of it a microscopic taste of it 
And I've talked about before that you, you are very aware of you being in your body, in your present moment, which is sort of, not sort of, it, it brings you back into soul alignment with your soul. You know, being on the phone all the time, always doing things all the time, being overstimulated, all these distractions that we have on ourselves, we place upon ourselves, are all things that are out of alignment with our soul, right? Either more human things that we get caught up in and, our, and we get scattered and expend our energy and waste our energy. But when you when you go and you sit with plant medicine just in the tiny little tiny little microscopic way, you you have clarity. You you become yourself. You're in your body. You're not thinking about the future. You're in the present moment. You're surrendering. You don't you know everything is okay. And because I, I was on the brink, man, I was on the brink of like losing my mind because of all the things that were going on. And the cool part is while I was gone and I didn't know what was going on, we actually changed the timeline. So that's really cool to see too. So. The first night we were there, Chad went to bed super early. We're in this loft and it's a stargazer dome. And so the roof is open. Obviously, it's like plastic, whatever they put on the dome. And then these triangles in the dome. And it's wide open. So it was pretty cloudy. But like when we went to bed, it was like you could see like it was a little bit to the left. It was kind of clear so you could see the stars. Um, and like just when I was like, I'm going to go to bed, I heard in my head, get up and look out the window. And I'm like, all right. So I get up and I look out the window and I swear on my mom, I swear on my children, I swear on my dog, I swear on everyone that I love, there was a UFO in the sky. I'm not joking. So this would be the second or third time I've actually seen that that image in the sky. And again, it's not, it wasn't a psychoactive, it wasn't a psychedelic vision. This was actually happening. So first of all, it was a plane. So what I did was there was like the triangles kind of like that are the dome pieces, right? Either I started measuring the light and how it was moving. So it was a white light and then a red light behind it. So you would think airplane, Jen, airplane. Okay, Jen, it's airplane. And, but the way it was moving in the sky, so I mapped it on the triangle. I was like, airplanes go straight across, right? Where they come straight at you or they go straight away. They go straight. They don't go up, down, cross, sideways, diagonal, all in this one little triangle. They mapped it. And then at one point it moved into the second triangle. I was like, oh, it's moving. Maybe it is an airplane. And it went right back to the first triangle. And it had lights and, and flashing lights. It was really hard to see, but I did make it out. And I was like, Chad, Chad, come and see. Come and see the UFO. Like, oh, yeah, I don't see it. I'm like, I'm not making this up. So part of being a psychic is sometimes when you're learning is you can think you're a little bit crazy or like people don't really see what you see because sometimes you see things that aren't there because you're seeing them clairvoyantly in the future as being, especially if you're uh, physical, uh, clairvoyant you know you actually see things that aren't there like one time I got into my friend's car and I'm like oh you got a new car she's like no this is the same car you got I'm like no this is a brand new car I can smell it it's white she's like this is the same car you've always got I'm like oh and then she's gonna she's still gonna get a new car but anyways so sometimes you can but this I, I tracked it on the triangle okay this was a full-blown UFO and I was like what are you doing here like it was too far away for me to telepathically communicate with it but Anyways, I thought that was super cool. Um, so leading into what you're going to hear in the next clip here on my phone when I did the video is being solely connected to everything, to one consciousness. So we already are all connected to one massive consciousness, okay? But we forget that because we are in our human meat suits, okay? We are playing a character. We are forgetting who we are. And we spend our whole lives... You know, the first 40 years of our lives, we're learning things. And then the last 40 years, we're all unlearning everything that we learned. And we're trying to get closer to our soul, okay? So that's what I talk about in the next clip. And I hope you enjoy it. 
And remember, I am never here to say you should do this, you should do that. It's always follow your soul. Even if there's like a class I'm offering and you have to force yourself to take it, please don't take it because it won't be good for you or me. Just go with your soul. If soul's like, I gotta do this, then do this. Okay? If you want something bad enough, you will find a way. You guys know that. But remember, we're all consciousness and we're all connected. And oh, I'll share one quick thing that I just got a few minutes ago while we're in this beautiful energy of microdosing is that. Now this might be a little bit too much to wrap your head around and the problem is if you're wrapping your head around it it's going to be really hard for you to to understand what i'm saying to you but if we're all one consciousness which we are with the universe literally inside of ourselves so spirit said to me every man and woman that's just a child but every man woman and child who has an internal battle or an ongoing war within themselves and has now energetically collectively manifested actual wars in the world so it's not like we're i'm not saying we're responsible for the war that is happening we're not responsible for the the fight with the government and the ukraine and the russia we're not responsible for that but it's a culmination of years and years of us not being able to calm the war within ourselves if you're in a battle with yourself a battle of your mind you have a war with yourself like i should be this one way and all imagine the whole human race most of the human race having these issues for for so long that energy is so powerful because we don't realize how powerful we are we have created had to manifest on a bigger scale to show us our manifestation of being at war with ourselves and to say can we come back to ourselves and can we not be at war with how can i calm the war within and remember that there's no war they're inside of you if there's a war going on there's something that means that you're unhappy with something there's something off and your soul is feeling that offness and trying to figure out, which I know you're thinking when you say I'm trying to figure out what the gap is between who you really are and who you want to be. Okay, so I'm going to leave you guys with that. Enjoy this little part here and I'll talk to you all very soon with some new psychic predictions. So I am microdosing today and I'm just going to do a little riff here and see what comes out. So what I'm thinking is that we are all playing a part. We are all assigned characters. And right now I'm playing, I am playing Jen, the person who comes on videos and shares with you some insight from spirit. There are other gens, there are other dimensional, multi-dimensional gens, there are other human gens, there are, um, people that you meet who are mirrors to you and everyone's a lesson, but they're also playing characters. And I need you to know that at the end of this journey, at the end of this journey, we're all gonna meet each other again, like a big reunion and in another dimension, another version of us, the pure essence that is us. And we're going to look at one another, even your enemy, and you're going to say, oh my God, that was so interesting. Wasn't that an amazing experience that we had? And the character that holds this essence will be gone. And there will be no more of who you thought you were being able to judge this experience that you're having when your journey's over on this life. So there's no judgment. And you're gonna look at each other, you're gonna embrace each other. You might be saying, oh, Jen's gone wacko. And I'm telling you that when I am super hyper connected 
to my higher self, which is what happens when you when you work with plants, um, that character starts to fall away, or you start to crack it like a hard egg. It's like a baby chick inside the egg, and you gotta crack it a little bit at a time. And um, it starts cracking the facade, it starts cracking the egg, it starts cracking and then sort of like what's inside of this shell. You've heard people say, oh, I'm just a shell of who I used to be. Well, that's a good thing. And you're like, what? No, that's a good thing. If you are dismantled right now, if you are being cracked open right now, this is a really, really positive thing. So going back to when it's the end of your journey and you're gonna meet these people who you're having a really hard time with right now, or who are not nice to you or showing you parts that are exposing you. These people are here to expose you, to, to break the character. It's like we're in this big play on the stage and there's a heckler or there's someone in the back who's trying to mess up your lines, who's trying to get you to forget your character, to break character just for a minute so you can really show who you really are. So if you're in a play and you're like, I'm playing Josephine and I have to act the way Josephine acts and I have to dress how Josephine dresses and I have to have her mannerisms and all of these things and these lines I have to read. And this heckler comes out and goes, ah, you suck, shut up, get out. And you for a second break character, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing to break character. That heckler in the audience is here to show you that you're playing a character. That heckler was put there on purpose to remind you that you're playing a character. And when it's over, when the show's over, we're all gonna high five each other. We're all gonna be like, man, thank you for doing that. Thank you for trying to expose me for who I really am. And I don't mean what you think right now is like, oh, I'm a fraud, you expose me for, no. You're not a fraud. You're playing a character. And pretty soon, you're going to remember by little pokes in your, in your, in your way of doing things or the way you present yourself. There are gonna be people who poke holes in this. And that's a really good thing because they're reminding you that you're playing a part because a lot of us have amnesia and we all think that this is, you know, something that we can control. <laughs> we can't control any of this. We're not in control of this play. We are basically here to play our part, okay? And it's not good or bad if you remember sooner than others that you're playing a character. It's not good or bad. There's the, that's a judgment. So there's no judgment when it's time to go. And um, I promise you that when it's over, so when the play is over, what do you do when you go to a play and the characters and the cast and crew are down their show? They have a party. They have a celebration. They eat food. They drink wine. They go, good job, good job. That was great. I love when you did that. That was fantastic. Did you see the standing ovation? That was amazing. That was amazing. That's what's gonna happen. And it's nothing to be fearful of. And it's okay to make mistakes. Your character's gonna flub their lines. I flub my lines all the time, right? There's a script, there's a script. I really want you to pay attention to that. I really want you to pay attention to that. What character are you playing right now? Do you even believe that you're playing a character or do you actually believe with 100% knowing that you are David, that you are so-and-so. And that's okay too. All of it is okay. All of it's okay. So these are ramblings from a microdosing, fully tuned in, psychic 
medium, psychic and medium are also parts that I play in my sub characters of Jen Abra. <laughs> Have you ever just like sat down and closed your eyes and be like, I am something else inside this meat suit and I'm looking out of someone's eyes. Whose eyes am I looking out of? I better stop there because it's going to like blow, blow your mind if I keep going, but just stop and noticing and be like, who I'm looking out of someone's eyes and who is this essence? Who is the non-character? Who is the person who is not playing the part? And why do you feel like you need to play a part? Why do you need to put on a show? Trust me, I ask myself all the time. Someone once said to me, not everything has to be a show, Jen. So then why does my character feel the need? Because that's the part it was assigned to entertain and to make people smile and to make people to laugh and be silly and, and show messy parts. Okay. So I really want you to, to really dig in there and be like, which character am I playing? Am I tired of playing this character? You know, you get tired of playing the character when you want to switch a new job, when you want to move to a new city, when you want to be single or when you want to do this, this, when you, when you want a major and major part in your life to change, that's a little bit of you exposing your character as well. I'm telling you, breakups are good. Divorces are good. Because they're no longer, it means you've grown. There's no longer a gap between who you really are and who you're becoming. You're undoing the character. You got the heckler. You're, you're breaking lines. That's good. If you play the same part, so I play Josephine every single day in the same play, every day, every matinee, every every evening. And every time I get the same reaction, everyone's just like, oh, well, everyone stands up and applauds me all the time. Yay. It's like, I'm not going to be a big deal anymore. It's going to be boring. I want to play a new character. Right? So just pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. That's really important. <laughs>